the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. That 18-year-old gunman who authorities say killed 10 people at a supermarket in Buffalo had previously threatened a shooting at his high school. Police say Peyton Gendron had threatened to carry out a shooting at Susquehanna High School around the time of graduation last year. Officers were called to the school in 2021 for a report that a teenage student had made threatening statements. Teen was taken into custody and to a hospital for evaluation then. Nearly three months after Russia invaded Ukraine, its military forces bogged down now in a war, and the prospect of even a bigger NATO is looming. Western military officials say Russia's campaign in eastern Ukraine has lost its momentum. Both Finland and Sweden are showing interest now in joining NATO. This is SRN News. The 30, the 20, she's really cooking. The 10, touchdown, number 1280, Tafoya. What an incredible season she's had. The Patriot has just drafted Minnesota's own Michelle Tafoya for the brand new Sideline Sanity podcast. Her unique perspective on politics and world news is sure to hit harder than a 240-pound linebacker. Sideline Sanity debuts Monday the 23rd at am1280thepatriot.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, coming to you from the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios. And join us in welcoming Brandon Tatum to the AM 1280, The Patriot family. Tune in weeknights from 5 to 8 p.m. for the Officer Tatum Show. Take a look at your weather today. Mostly sunny, high of 72. Tomorrow, sunny, high of 67. And for Tuesday, mostly sunny, slight chance of showers, high of 66. The Narn with Brad Carlson continues. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow us along on Facebook, do a search at Facebook.com for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Give us a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, first hour was a lot of convention talk, obviously two endorsed candidates, uh, the endorsed auditor candidate Ryan Wilson and endorsed gubernatorial candidate Scott Jensen, kind enough to join us on this beautiful Sunday afternoon when both had uh, prior uh, commitments or were in the middle of commitments. So we appreciate those gentlemen very, very much for uh, joining the broadcast. Uh, so there were other issues I wanted to get to that I didn't have a chance to get to in the first hour, so going to kind of continue the convention talk here in the second hour, however long it takes. But I kind of left off last segment to kind of talk about how we got to Scott Jensen's endorsement. I mean, he was the earliest gubernatorial uh, Republican to get in the, the, the race. He got in, uh, I think he said 15 months ago when he officially announced and has obviously endured a lot uh, given his, uh, 
opinions on COVID from a physician standpoint didn't quite fit the uh, normal narratives. I wanted him to, you know, clarify his stance on vaccines, you know, because he's been called a vaccine conspiracy theorist and anti-vaxxer. You, you can decide whether his answers were satisfactory or not. I'm not going to decide that for you. I'm going to make my own uh, calculus here. But uh, I, I will say that getting a candidate to just flat out apologize for a position he has taken that has run afoul of activists, I thought was, I mean, that was, I'd never seen that in person. I'm sure it's happened. And some may call that pandering or flip-flopping or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, when he was running for Senate in 2016, Minnesota State Senate, Scott Jensen uh, did receive uh, high marks from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, but they were only provisional because he had never taken a vote. So they can only gauge his stance on the Second Amendment by the answers to his survey. But then when he signed on to the background checks bill, which, as the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus has pointed out myriads of times, it isn't just having to do with purchasing a firearm. I mean, there are already background checks on firearm purchases. That's already a law. But what this bill was attempting to do is also do background checks for transfers, which is a you know private sale between the owner of the firearm and you know, someone else. And that's what they were trying to go for. And they never... They never say that. So whenever gun grabbers come out and say, well, who doesn't want a background check for the purchase of firearms? I mean, look at all these people that are winding up getting guns that shouldn't be able to have guns. If they were subject to a background check, they would have never been able to purchase a gun. Well, again, it's it's misleading because there are already background checks and purchases. When I purchased when, when I purchased firearms, I was subject to a background check. That is a thing. But what they don't know but what they don't say when they tout this bill background checks bill is that they also do checks on transfers they never say that and it's for every transfer like for instance if i want to loan my law-abiding cousin a hunting rifle to go hunting you know we have to file paperwork and a fee and whatnot and him take a background check in order to borrow it from me and then i in order have to fill out paperwork and whatnot to have it transferred back to me and, and all and all that garbage, even though it's my personal property. So this is something that's never talked about on the background checks bill. And again, Dr. Jensen, whether the uh, hardcore activists believe him or not, whether their concerns were assuaged, I don't know. There was some booing. I was there. There were some boos that were showered down when he made that apology because they didn't feel like it was sincere or they were just... They felt like he was only saying that because he was just on the cusp of endorsement, the 60% threshold, and wasn't quite there yet, and figured, well, here's how I can drag people across the line. People are cynical that way. But on the other hand, as we talked about the energy in that room, it was very electric. It absolutely was. And there was a there was a kind of a survey taken of the 2,100 delegates that were seated Friday night, how many were new people, and more than half. Like I think it was like 55% were first-time delegates. Okay? So you can that's that's not insignificant because this is telling you that people who normally weren't involved in the process are making sure their voice is being heard. And you can't just walk up and be a delegate. Okay? You have to go to your BPOU conventions, your local conventions, make your case to the other delegates, uh, you know, to to vote you in. So you have to make the effort. It's not like just showing up and voting every two years. Nothing wrong with that. If, all, if you're, the extent of your political involvement is just showing up and voting every two years, I applaud that. I support that. But these people want to ensure that we have the best possible candidates in each of these races. And do we? I remains to be seen. Uh, I'll have a little bit more to say about that. But I want to get to the... Donnie Brook, that was the gubernatorial endorsement. And by the way, I text a little bit with uh, Senator Dave Osmick. He, he, along with Peggy Scott, were co-chairs of the convention. Both did a terrific job. I, I mean, Senator Osmick's pretty much a no-nonsense guy. So uh, I, despite the fact there was a lot of chaos, I, I felt order. Once we got into the actual arena, 
Uh, order was pretty well maintained. It kind of got crazy at the end, and that's what I'm going to talk about next. So when it got to about the sixth ballot, uh, Mike Murphy was, uh, oh, and Senator Osmek correcting me, over 58% were, um, was that, is that what you mean, Senator Osmek? over 58% were first-time delegates? I think this is what he's referring to. I think I said 55%. But anyways, it was a majority. The majority of delegates were first-time delegates. So that is a good thing, and we applaud that. We applaud people who made the efforts, took time away from their lives and their own expense, yeah, to stay in hotel rooms and whatnot. That's, it's not nothing. It's not nothing. So uh, where it really got crazy was after the sixth ballot. The three candidates left were Kendall Qualls, Scott Jensen, and Mike Murphy. Now, for the previous two or three ballots, Kendall Qualls had actually taken the lead and was running in first place. But he only had like 30. I think his highest vote total was 42%. I think that was the sixth ballot. And that was the time where Mike Murphy got under 20%. And he pretty much knew he was going to be under 20%. And once he fell under 20% at the sixth ballot, he, would have, he was automatically disqualified. Well, obviously, to get endorsed, you have to get over 60%. So that meant the Jensen and Qualls campaigns were going to woo Mike Murphy and make him offers you know, to join their campaigns, to join their teams in order to get Murphy, enough of Murphy's delegates to come to their side and... You know, put them over 60%. So when it was after the sixth ballot, I I wondered aloud. I said, okay, Mike Murphy's done. Does he get a chance to make a speech to the convention? Well, after the sixth ballot, when Murphy got under 20%, Peggy Scott came to the podium and says, okay, we're going to have candidates Qualls and Jensen speak. They're the only remaining two candidates. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess Murphy isn't obligated to speak, doesn't get the chance to. I didn't know what was going on. So Kendall Qualls got up there, basically said, hey, look, we endorsed an outsider for attorney general. Okay, we endorsed an outsider for state auditor. Let's keep it going. Let's get an outsider for governor. I'm the only true outsider here. You know, everybody's running to be an outsider, and Kendall Qualls was embracing that because he technically he's never held elected office, whereas Dr. Jensen had one term in the Minnesota Senate. So, I mean, the way we call, the way we uh, parse things out now that if someone serves like a term in an office, they're all of a sudden the establishment, which is silly, but whatever. That's kind of how people play this game. So Kendall Qualls got up there, made a speech real quick, and then Scott Jensen took the stage with Mike Murphy. So if you want, yeah, there you have it. Mike Murphy. Decided to throw his weight behind, and this isn't indicative of um, the stout Mike Murphy. I'm not taking a shot at Mike Murphy because he's a big fella. Okay. Decided to throw his weight behind the Jensen campaign. So Murphy took the microphone and basically said, you know what? He says, uh, I um, ran in this uh, uh, camp. I ran for integrity, truth, and honesty. He says, Kendall Qualls offered me to be his lieutenant governor. And when I asked him what role I would have in the campaign, I wasn't satisfied with his answer. So I turned down the offer and decided to join the Jensen campaign. And then he called Kendall Qualls a sellout. And, of course, that was a huge applause line. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with that, that line of tactic. But, again, Mike Murphy was there talking to him. I wasn't. And I guess later on, Kendall Qualls got up and denied an offer was ever made, and that's when Mike Murphy gave screenshots of the text thread between him and Kevin Poindexter, who was with the Kendall Qualls campaign. And here's the, I'll read it real quick. Um, Kevin Poindexter texts to a Mike for LG, meaning Lieutenant Governor. And people saw that and says, well, that's not really an offer. So Murphy responds back, uh, discussing now, I think we're good. And he says, eh, uh, I don't know. And so then Kevin Poindexter asks, you going with Scott? And Murphy responds, I don't think so. They talked. He wants to go one more round. Where are you? And Kevin Poindexter responds backstage. And Mike responds, I got his wife and dad on board. 
And Kevin responds, okay, uh, your thoughts? Let the, let's make this happen. Ready to do it? We are. So that sounds to me more of an offer because he, he said Mike for LG and then later in the thread says, what are your thoughts? Let's make this happen. Ready to do it? Because we are. So that to me sounds like a legitimate offer. But then when Kendall Qualls denied this when he uh, in his later uh, speeches when he was still in the running, because once uh, Scott Jensen got over 60 percent, Kendall Qualls uh, did not take the stage. He ended up ended up leaving. And he did put out a statement saying uh, what was said about me was basically garbage, wasn't true. Uh, I'm not going to a primary. My wife, Sheila, and I are going back into private life. So Kendall Qualls is not going to a primary. I think only Rich Stanick is the one probably going to take it to a primary now. So if we got that clip, Consigliere, uh, cut number one, uh, Brian Baxt of uh, Minnesota Public Radio uh, had this audio clip of chatting with Mike Murphy, asking him uh, uh, about this uh, kerfuffle, if you will. So cut number one. He got up there and said that you smeared his name. I did not smear his name at all whatsoever. I was offered the lieutenant governor's position. Once we started talking about what my roles would be, Kendall got up and spoke to a person in the corner of the room and came back and took it off the table. At that point, I got up and I said, you are a sellout exactly like how I thought you would be. You're just using me to get the endorsement. Then I said, I'm supporting Jensen. And the reason why I went to another round of voting, even though I knew I was going to drop below 20%, is so I could have that opportunity to talk to Kendall because I was negotiating with Scott prior to talking to Kendall. I will never, ever sell my soul out for the state of Minnesota. And selling my soul out to the Kendall Falls campaign is doing that. Thank you. Okay. Okay. So I, I, I had that. I had that misconstrued. It was Kendall Qualls, according to Mike Murphy, who took the offer off the table, not Mike Murphy um, turning it down. It was Kendall Qualls who took the offer off the table. Okay, so I had that mixed up. So I appreciate that uh, clarification and that sound clip. So um, does this mean that uh, that Mike Murphy was willing to entertain either campaign? He was negotiating with Jensen or Qualls and whoever gave him the better deal, that's where he was willing to go? Is that is did did you take that? Is that how you interpreted that sound clip? Because that kind of sounded like what he was what it was what he was getting. Unless he was just see just curious to hear what the Qualls campaign offered, but yet was already negotiating with Jensen. Because I did see a tweet. I forget to put the tweet out after the fourth or fifth ballot. Somebody said we just spotted uh, Dr. Jensen going into Mike Murphy's war room. So obviously there were some overtures being made. Uh, so, yeah, we were talking about this in real time. We were speculating, hey, why isn't Kendall? Well, in fact, Jack Tomzak, he called in from, I think, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan at, at, during his show, the three o'clock or the three o'clock hour and said, why isn't Kendall Qualls made it a lieutenant governor pick? I said, you know, he did. He did ask about that or he was asked about that. He says, you know, is Michelle Tafoya going to be your LG pick? And he said, no, she's not. She's been a valuable contributor to this campaign, but she's not going to be an LG pick. And Jack Tomzak, to his credit, speculated, I bet you it's probably he's probably keeping that uh, close to the vest. So if he needs to offer that as a bargaining chip to one of the remaining candidates, he will. And that's exactly what happened. So I think Jack Tomzak on our very airwaves called that uh, during the three o'clock hour. So, uh, kudos to that. It was a, it was a, it was a fun time to be on the air. That is for sure. Uh, Pat in Minneapolis. Uh, I appreciate your patience. If there's any way you can hold during the break, I promise I will take your call first thing when we come back to the next segment. And if anyone else like to call in six, five, one, two, eight, nine, four, four, eight, eight, that is the number to call Brad Carlson. The closer back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Was your home impacted by the recent hail and windstorms that hit the metro this week? Hoffman Weber Construction can provide a free damage inspection for you. 
Hoffman Weber is rated Minnesota's best roofing contractor by the Star Tribune and has over 15 years of local storm damage experience. Many of their customers say their home or HOA is better than before the damage. To book your free inspection today, contact your local storm damage pros. Hoffman Weber Construction. Go to hwconstruction.com. That's hwconstruction.com. The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, and we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin City schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I'm a long-time health person and Ph.D. scientist by background. And as soon as I started taking the product, I noticed a difference right away. Even though I take a lot of different supplements, I noticed a change for the better with this product. And the idea, when I first heard about the product and what your company was doing, I thought, boy... This is the way you make a vitamin. (laughs) So I'm very happy with it on several levels. Not only do I feel the difference from this product, but I'm happy that there's somebody out there making a product like this. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code BALANCE. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming the Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. GodTube.com. Inspiration, comedy, music, faith, and fun. Get the best of GodTube every morning and start your day with a smile. Great faith-based videos sent to your inbox daily when you subscribe at GodTube.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. It was indeed a wild, wild life at uh, the convention yesterday. And by the way, uh, Senator Osmick, I appreciate all the uh, clarifications because I wondered about that after Mike Murphy dropped off. Would he get a chance to speak? Maybe say, hey, uh, pledge my delegates here. But uh, Osmick clarifies uh, he's under 20% meant he was no longer a candidate, so no right to speak. Uh, but obviously he joined Scott Jensen on stage uh, when Scott Jensen was going to make his next pitch. And this was after the sixth ballot, so it still took three more ballots before Jensen got over the hump. And I think the seventh ballot, he was at just over 59%, so just under that 60% threshold. But then he fell back a little bit to 56%, and there was an increase in voters saying no endorsement. They didn't want it to go to endorsement. So, uh, yeah, it was just absolute chaos from that standpoint. And then finally on the ninth ballot, Dr. Jensen got to 65%, putting him well over the top. And there was a lot of uh, charges back and forth. Kendall, Qual de- Kendall Qualls denying any nefarious uh, actions on his part. Uh, I, you know, I like Kendall Qualls. Everything I've heard about him, I feel like he'd be a welcome addition to the party. I just hope that he's not soured on the process after uh, all of the – I mean, let's call it what it was, mudslinging that went on. It was a shame it got to that point. And Kendall Qualls is one of the good ones. I hope he, does this, he doesn't this. He does sour on the process or leave the party altogether because I think there is a role for someone like Kendall Qualls. Uh, so I'm just sorry to see that that had happened. But if it happened like Mike Murphy had indicated, that he was offered the LG position, and when he asked definitively about his role and then Kendall Qualls molded over and then took it off the table – um, that's not right either. So I can't defend Kendall Qualls if that's what's happened, but Qualls denies this. So it's pretty much a, he said, he said situation. So I just don't know how that's going to go, but I'm just sorry to see it devolve 
in that manner. But I promised to take Pat's call when we came back uh, from the break. So, Pat in Minneapolis, I appreciate your patience. You are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Is Pat with us, or did she go vacuum? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, you said she, yeah. Uh, Pat, we were told you were in the kitchen busy cooking. I thought maybe you took a vacuuming. I heard this buzzing sound in the background, no, but, I think but you're I, with us. <laughs> yeah, I put you, I think I had you, I put you on mute while I was stirring my stuff, you know. I got you, but okay. Anyway, <laughs> I want to tell a couple of things I want to mention, too. You talked about the electricity there in the convention, and I was listening on the radio. To you guys did a good job on that. Thank you. And it was so exciting. It was Two minutes left. The game is tied in the Super Bowl, and now we return to regular scheduled programming. What? So I was so, wait a minute, you can't do this, you know. But then they said, you know, you had to be off, and it was just that exciting to me. I ended up calling somebody I knew from down there and saying, what's happening? You know, <laughs> but it was during that time with all of the Mike Murphy stuff, and I'm glad you talked a little bit about it. But, you know, I have a feeling um, – well, one thing, when Kendall Qualls said he came to me wanting to get it, I think he's more like a wheeler dealer from some of the debates and things that I've heard him speak, um, and how he went after Paul Gazelka and all that kind of stuff. Sure. So I'm a little bit more inclined to believe Kendall Qualls, um, because we had worked, you know, again with him a little bit more, that he, Mike Murphy, came to him and said, hey, what kind of deal can you do, and it didn't work. Then he said he left. So that's what Qualls said during... Sure. We heard him say it, and then Mike Murphy had the, you know, like you said, he said, she said kind of thing. So I'm still not quite sure what went on there, but I suspect I, I tend to lean a little bit more towards Qualls and what he said. Anyway, I also want to mention that in the electricity you're talking about there, I went to the CD3 convention. Well, and I've been to many of them. I've been involved 30 years or more. And I tell you what, the electricity there was so powerful. I didn't get to bed till 2.30 because I was so fired up. And lots of new people there in the CD3, and we endorsed um, that Tom Weiler going against Steve Phillips. Sure. Um, and I just think that I'm, I, I'm impressed with you saying the electricity and the power, all that kind of stuff. I felt that. And I think that's what maybe a lot of us in Minnesota are feeling, and I'm hoping that's the case. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for the, uh, thanks for the call, Pat. We appreciate it. Yeah, I, I've been hearing that from whether it's BPOU meetings or congressional district conventions all over the place I, I you know i don't know that the third will be in play for the republicans I, i'm certainly ripe for a surprise but dean phillips has won the last two elections pretty handily by double digits including defeating a uh, several term incumbent eric paulson back in 2018 so you the dynamics in three unfortunately have changed as such that uh, i that's going to be a tough lift for whomever the republican candidate is and again Tom Weiler was endorsed. I get that, but I don't know if he's going to have any primary opponents. So we'll see. But yeah, there's uh, there's definitely a, a lot to get to. But it, it was interesting speculating everything that was that was happening uh, on the air uh, yesterday and how so much of it kind of uh, kind of came to fruition. And what you know, what's Mike Murphy going to do? Is he going to go to the highest bidder? Is he going to say, you know, hey, I drop low 20%, make your own mind up, I'm I'm done. But it sounds like, you know, he uh, he's, was willing to entertain whatever roles. And it sounds like he's got some prominent roles, not only on the on the Jensen campaign, but if, uh, if Scott Jensen's elected governor, then he might have a prominent role within the administration. And, and this is kind of how it's done. This is the backroom dealing, how it's done. Uh, people were there. You know, you don't take a weekend away from your family and and put up a pretty good expense uh, in order to uh, not endorse somebody. So I don't know what people were thinking. I think there was a handful, like 30-some, that went no endorsement, I think, on the eighth ballot. Don't know what that was about. But uh, anyways, we wanted to get to one more call quick before we come to the hard break. Jason in Oakdale. Jason, we have about a minute, minute and a half. Go ahead. Hi. Um, great show today. Listen, uh, Kendall Qualls. Uh, on the last ballot before the show ended yesterday, Kendall Qualls had more votes. He was the top. And the second and the third choice got together and combined their totals and knocked them out. That's like ranked choice voting where the most popular candidate doesn't win. And I understand that's the process here. But Kendall Qualls has a great case to make. If he says, no, I don't, I don't care about the nomination, I'm going to primary, I was the most popular of the three guys. He could say that easily, right? 
Yeah, thanks for the call, Jason. I Well, I mean, how it ended is he got 35% of the vote, whereas Dr. Scott Jensen got 65%. So uh, I don't see how he's going to, to make that case, and he's already said he's not going to primary, so I guess that part is moot. But, uh, yeah, you know, this kind of – it happened initially where he surged into the, uh, to the lead after Mike Murphy started to fall back, um, and he had up – I think his highest vote total was still 42%. So – uh, he never got a majority uh, of the votes, that's for sure. No one did until Dr. Jensen, I think the seventh ballot, got over 59%, then 56%, and then finally got endorsement at 65%. So uh, I don't know that there's a great case to be made. I don't know I don't know that I agree with that, but it's a moot, beca- moot point because Kendall Paul is not going to primaries. So thanks for the call, Jason. We appreciate it. Uh, 651-289-4488, that is the number to call. Brad Carlson, the closer, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Let's get your summer started, whether it's for work or play. Go to Full Service Battery. They have what you need in stock. And now's the time to grab batteries for your boat, motorcycle, golf cart, RV, or garden tractor. If you're looking for the lowest prices in town where you know what they have what you need in stock, go to Full Service Battery. Professional installation is also available. Find them online at FullServiceBattery.com. That's FullServiceBattery.com. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. It's the most important domestic issue facing America today. Public education has gone off the rails. Don't miss the powerful new movie, Whose Children Are They? Critical race theory is dividing our children. They're teaching these kids X-rated sex acts. Learn how to get our public schools back on track. Watch Whose Children Are They at SalemNow.com. Whose children are they? Whose children are they? Available now at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm about to compare a pepper shaker to a cash-out refinance. Hang with me. You know when you're at a restaurant and they ask, would you like some fresh ground pepper? And then they crank that giant tube, but almost nothing comes out? For me, only a certain amount of time is socially acceptable to wait. I know that getting that pepper out might make my life better, but it just seems too impossible. And that's what we hear people say about the cash-out refinance. People realize that the value of their home has gone up like hot pepper the last few years leaving all this extra money sitting inside their home. But is it too hard to get out? It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. If you're interested in cashing out the extra pepper in your home, we're good at doing all the work while you just sit back and relax. And often, your mortgage payment and years in the loan will stay the same. If you'd like to hear about your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Federal Corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Hey, welcome back. AM 12 Age of Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. This is me, Brad Carlson. Closer, closing out this week's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network Programming. Don't forget, you can check out our friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. It's the King Banyan Show, Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. And uh, also on Saturdays, you have my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, on these very airwaves, AM 1280, The Patriot. He is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance, on from 1 to 3, followed immediately by Jack Tomzak, the new guy, from 3 to 5. And me, Brad Carlson, closing out weekends on Sundays, 1 to 3. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. 
Again, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. We do have another caller on the line. Mike in Rosemont. Mike, go ahead. You're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, thanks for taking my call, Brad. Yes, sir. I I can be pretty brief here, but with the release of Dinesh's movie and Mr. Phelps and Catherine Engbright actually sat down earlier this week with Sebastian Gorka and talked about what they did. And if anybody's listened to that, there's some pretty compelling evidence that something was seriously wrong with how the election was conducted. And I was caught by something Sebastian Gorka said. He, he said it was almost the perfect crime where these ballots were inserted into these drop box with no monitoring. And once the ballot box made it to the counting center, if you will, they were opened and there was no way to determine chain of custody. I am extremely concerned that our Republic and how we conduct elections is, is in jeopardy. If I deposit money into my bank account with currency, those dollar bills have serial numbers. There's a way to verify that. I would make the case that our vote is even more important than the U.S. currency. And I want to know, and I've called and asked politicians, what are you doing to assure that we have a legitimate vote in these elections? Because if we lose this republic, explain to me how we're going to get it back. Yeah, all good points, Mike. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, that, that's obviously something that uh, Kim Crockett, who ended up being the uh, endorsed candidate for Secretary of State, this is something that she's been uh, harping on, is eye on every vote. Um, unfortunately, I don't know if you heard about the snafu with uh, uh, Kim Crockett. She ended up being endorsed. Uh, she had like 57%, 58% on the first ballot uh, for the Secretary of State race against Kelly John or Byrne. And then Kelly Jenner Byrne ended up dropping out. And then they just took a voice vote for Kim Crockett via acclamation, and she was endorsed. Well, then the next day, you know how if you go to a convention and you have your your, your, uh, campaign signs hung up all over the convention, right? Well, obviously, Kim Crockett had hers all over the place, Kim Crockett for Secretary of State. But she forgot to put the disclaimer on her campaign signs, you know, paid for by Crockett for Secretary of State or whatever. She's going to be the candidate for Secretary of State talking about an eye on every vote and a basic campaign rule that you have your disclaimer on your campaign materials was missing. So every sign of hers that did not have that had to be taken down to be in accordance with campaign rules or excuse me, convention rules. And so there's this video out there, I forget who posted it on Twitter, this video of all of her signs being taken down, the endorsed Republican candidate for Secretary of State, and her campaign signs are being taken down. I I reached out to Kim via text yesterday to have her come on the show. I didn't get, get a response back because I'd love to talk to her about that. But how does that happen? And moreover... What would have happened had that been discovered before the Secretary of State endorsement? I mean, who was the first to discover this and then make the complaint? I, that's that's what I'd like to know, because had this been discovered before the endorsement, all of a sudden her endorsement is maybe in peril. So now I've been seeing on Twitter, and I don't know um, the latest on this, but I know the uh, other candidate for Secretary of State, Kelly John or Byrne, they're reaching out to her saying, hey, because this uh, in, be, had this information been known to the delegates before the endorsement took place, it's very possible Kelly might have had a had a shot to be, uh, um, you know, the endorsed candidate. So. I guess there's been overtures of maybe her running in a primary. I I don't know. Uh, I'm looking at Kelly's Twitter feed right now. She didn't have any uh, response to that. Uh, so this remains to be seen. But yeah, that's just a, that's just a horrible, unforced error uh, by a, a Republican candidate. And 
you know what? It it harkens back. It's not. I don't think it's as much of a bleep show as 2014 with Michelle McDonald. Remember that when uh, the the party decided to now uh, the party is is obligated to endorse for the constitutional offices and governor, as well as you know statewide races for you know U.S. Senate. But Supreme Court, that was. You know, we aren't obligated to endorse a candidate for Supreme Court. Well, Michelle McDonald was running for Minnesota Supreme Court justice back in 2014. And she was really the only candidate. And they decided the delegates decided, OK, yeah, we'll vote to endorse her. And because she was the only candidate, she was overwhelmingly endorsed. Now, I, I that was the last time I was a delegate was 2014. And I didn't know this person. And all of a sudden, we're given an opportunity to vote to endorse her. And it's like, I don't know this person. And because she's the only candidate, they don't need my vote. So I declined to even endorse. And so I didn't endorse Michelle McDonald. Well, as we come to find out, some months down the road, she was having issues with a drunk driving arrest. And other issues, I think, with her law license. And certain other scandals came about. Now, had this been known by the delegates, they would have obviously declined to endorse her. But this wasn't brought up in the Judicial Elections Committee. Their excuse was, you know, well, we were never asked about it. And besides, if she is the, you know, if if it is brought forth, she, what happens to her in the general election? Well, they're going to use that against her. Well, duh, number one. And secondly, do you think that the DFL machine, that that was going to escape them? I mean, it was just an absolute crap show in 2014. So this wasn't as bad, but uh, it's still an unforced error. And so I I don't see how you know Kim Crockett's campaign going forward is, is formidable. She can call in, correct me if I'm wrong, and she's welcome to come on the show because you know she is she is a candidate for for statewide office, but. Uh, I, I don't know. It was just it was just unfortunate, and again that lasting image of signs being taken down at the convention because of a simple clerical thing that was missed. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was uh, it was embarrassing to say the least. So I'll tell you what, Consigliere, uh, why don't we take an early break here because I want to leave enough time in the last segment. Um, what Mike thinks I didn't address his uh, comment. Um, sorry, Mike, I don't really have, uh, much more to say on it. Uh, I think all I'll say on it is let's not get flat footed this time if there's another pandemic, because that's what really happened last time is there was so much chaos because of the pandemic, things were allowed to be lax and shouldn't have. So, um, that's what we need to look, that's what we need to look to be more vigilant this time around. That's for sure. I don't know if that's the answer you want or you're looking for, but that's my take on it. Back in mere moments on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Was your home impacted by the recent hail and windstorms that hit the metro this week? Hoffman Weber Construction can provide a free damage inspection for you. Hoffman Weber is rated Minnesota's best roofing contractor by the Star Tribune and has over 15 years of local storm damage experience. Many of their customers say their home or HOA is better than before the damage. To book your free inspection today, contact your local storm damage pros. Hoffman Weber Construction. Go to hwconstruction.com. That's hwconstruction.com. 
Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. It's a look at today's most compelling stories and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. Join the Freedom Fan Club today and you could win a copy of our Regnery Book of the Month, The Dumbest Generation Grows Up, from Stupefied Youth to Dangerous Adults by Mark Bauerlein. Register to win at am1280thepatriot.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. I, I did want to take some time uh, to kind of, you know, it's been all convention talk the entire show, and I've enjoyed it because, you know, we talked about it for three hours in the air yesterday, and there was still much more to talk about because the convention went till 6 p.m. So, uh, or the endorsement battle at least went till 6 p.m., so a lot more to talk about, but I've talked about a lot today. But I did want to get to this issue uh, regarding uh, cancel culture, you know, this uh, this in the uh, cancel culture uh, genre, if you will. I've been saying on this show for quite some time that I don't believe I didn't believe cancel culture was sustainable. Basically, uh, what how I look at cancel culture is to try to hold people accountable for an offense that occurred many years ago that's not relevant to who they are today. You know, like, for instance, now wearing, if you're going to a Halloween costume, if you don blackface, that's not in vogue. That's offensive. That's culture appropriation, and cultural appropriation is uh, is taboo. Can't do it. So if someone is seen in blackface from 20 years ago at a Halloween party, uh, those are different times. And they want them held accountable now. Unless, of course, you're a Democrat running for governor in Virginia, then they'll give you a pass. But anyway, (coughs) you ain't black. Yeah, exactly. Well, I've been saying for for some time that that just wasn't sustainable, that eventually it's going to come back around these people who are trying to cancel those with whom they disagree or with whom they're made to feel uncomfortable. And that that day will come, and I believe it's coming but how many lives are ruined in the process? Because, you know, people, public figures, they end up kowtowing to the mob, basically apologizing. And an apology, whatever else, is never enough. It has to be total capitulation. You have to totally be on their side of the issue, immersed in it. That's the only way you're absolved of your grand defense, whatever it may have been. Well, the Daily Wire talks about uh, Netflix. The Daily Wire story had a, a Daily Wire had a story this past uh, Thursday, how they're basically f- uh, talking about Netflix firing a major warning shot at its woke employees with a new culture memo. This is from uh, Daily Wire writer Ryan Saavedra. A new corporate culture memo from Netflix is taking a hardline stance on attempts to silence artistic expression by warning those who are offended by the streaming services content 
that they may want to go find a job elsewhere. Variety reports that the change in Netflix company culture appears to be in large part due to the backlash the streaming service faced from woke employees last year over its Dave Chappelle special, which the employees claimed was transphobic. The updated Netflix culture memo includes a new section called Artistic Expression that states that it will not, quote, censor specific artists or voices, close quote, even if employees consider the content harmful. If you find it hard to support our content breadth, Netflix may may not be the best place for you, the memo states, later adding that employees may be required to work on projects that they perceive to be harmful and that if they have a hard time accepting their work assignment, they might want to consider working somewhere else. I said you're finished! Get out! Entertaining the world is an amazing opportunity and also a challenge because viewers have very different tastes and points of view. So we offer a wide variety of TV shows and movies, some of which can be provocative, the news section reads, later adding, we support the artistic expression of the creators we choose to work with and that we let viewers decide what's appropriate for them versus Netflix censor-specific artists or voices. Amen. I mean, Netflix, I I can't help but wonder if this was in response to their subscription base cratering a little bit. Because there was a story that they were losing subscribers. And I don't know if the subscribers were leaving Netflix because of this or not. But if that's the case, then Netflix management got the message loud and clear. This is this is how it's done. This is how it's done. It's like, okay, you don't have to work here. This is what we're going to do. If you don't like it, you don't have to work here. But if you choose to work here, this is what we're going to do, for better or for worse. And I mean, heck, look at our look at Salem Twin Cities. I guarantee you we have employees within Salem Communications, maybe even Salem Twin Cities itself that don't agree with a lot of the content that's aired on a daily basis on this radio station. But you know what? They've chosen to continue work here despite the fact they hear stuff they disagree with because they like the environment they work in. You know? I mean, I work for a company. I may not be on board with everything our company does from a management standpoint. I'm not talking anything about culture or politics or, or any of that stuff. But there are some things, you know, management style that I may not like. But you know what? If I want to continue to work there, I, you know, I, I'll acquiesce to it. doesn't mean I have to change my principles or my stance or that I'm compromising my principles. You know, uh, so uh, kudos to Netflix for, for the stance. And then along those lines, uh, Chet Hanks, the son of actors Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, was recently on some uh, culture show hosted by Z-Way, whom I have never heard of. Literally, have never heard of. Z-Way is a, is a black woman, and she's on, talks about progressive culture, and took issue with Chet Hanks. Apparently, remember last year, Chet Hanks declared it white boy summer? You know, Chet Hanks, he's, he's re- real into the hip-hop. He's all you t- ain't black. He, he's all tatted up, got the shaved head, and he was talking about it being white boy summer, and even did a rap video called White Boy Summer, where he had a bunch of, I'll... I'll try to clean up as best I can, big-bootied uh, black women. And people were accusing Chet Hanks of appropriating culture. And he also, at I think it was the Golden Globes in 2019, spoke with a uh, Pat- Jamaican Patois accent. If you're not familiar with it, it's kind of an English-based Creole language with West African influences. I mean, do you, do you remember the uh, uh, group that sang Pass the Duchy, the 80s song? This generation! You know, that kind of thing. Well, apparently Chet Hanks was talking with that accent, you know, big time. And uh People were took offense to that. So Z-Way was kind of calling him out on all of this stuff, you know, talking with the accent, white boy summer, all of that. So here is Z-Way's interrogation of Chet Hanks on her program. Are there any marginalized communities you want to apologize to? I don't know, maybe the Patois community? He's sitting there thinking about it, thinking about it, and then he shakes his head no. Shaking no. his head no. Uh, I don't feel like I've truly done anything offensive, so... 
you don't see it as cultural appropriation. You see it as like a celebration of culture. Mm-hmm. And then it's like social justice warriors can like go kick rocks. Yeah. 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 Takes a drink. No comment. Got it. No, I mean, I, I 100% agree. Social justice warriors can kick rocks. Mm. Okay, we'll stop right there. <laughs> you got to watch that video because the video is worth a thousand words. He says, uh, do you, you know, do you want to uh, apologize? And the dramatic music playing and he sits there. He thinks about it for a millisecond. And he shakes his head vociferously and then says, no, 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 no. I, I don't think I've done anything. Takes a drink. And um, and then he says, yes, I agree. Social justice warriors can go kick rocks. And then he does the kind of the hand wave, like move along, move along. You got to go watch the video. It is priceless. I love it. So, yeah, that's how that's how it's done. It's like I'm not appropriating anybody's culture. I I, I like having fun. OK, me talking in a Jamaican accent. It's it's fun. I'm goofing around. I'm having a, I'm just having fun. White boy summer. It's fun. It's entertainment. If you don't like it. Kind of like the grocery store analogy. When you're going along the grocery store aisle, you see something on the shelf you don't like, don't take it off the shelf. Leave it there. Or if you do take something off the shelf, you decide it's not for you, put it back on the shelf. I mean, it's pretty simple. This is how it's done. This is how this has been the way. This has been spelled out for people. It's like it's like a bully. When they try to bully you into submission, they expect you to just wet yourself and capitulate. And when you punch back, they don't know what to do. They can't handle it. And so they move on to try to bully someone else. So I think we're finally turning a corner here on this cancel culture nonsense. But it's a shame that there were many lives that were ruined. Because people who ended up apologizing to the woke crowd, the social justice warriors, ended up being marginalized. You know, I mean, they were even told, you know what? We we had respect for your stance to standing up to these people. But then when you co- ended up kowtowing to them and apologizing and then completely reversing shows you really don't have a lot of principles. So, yeah, uh, kudos to Chet Hanks. Uh, I, I, I still remember at the beginning of the pandemic when his mom and dad, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, were in Australia because Tom Hanks was filming the movie. They got covid They were one of the first high-profile people to get coronavirus. This is like March in 2020. And he gets on YouTube, shirtless, all tatted up. Yeah, my parents are kind of tripping. They got the coronavirus. But they're they're all right. They're all right. Much love. You know, it's just the guy's a goofball. Okay, he's goofy. But it's hilarious how he just said, nah, move along. Bingo, kick rocks. Love it. Love it. Ladies and gentlemen, I've enjoyed it. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on. How would you like to redecorate your office or home with beautiful Minnesota photographs for half the regular price? This station is partnered with award-winning Twin Cities photographer Wayne Moran for this special half-price offer. Choose $5,000 of Wayne's iconic images, and you'll pay half price, just $2,500. There's only one of these special redecorating offers available, so call the radio station now at 651-289-4413. That's 651-289-4413. As the world emerges from the pandemic, new challenges arise. Inflation, rising interest rates, market volatility, and now massive government spending due to a war halfway across the globe. This means rising taxes won't be far behind. While you can't control what happens in the world around you, you can control how much of your hard-earned retirement savings that you get to keep. Hi, this is David McKnight, financial strategist and author of the national bestseller, The Power of Zero. We employ strategies that help people near and in retirement protect what they saved in good times and bad. This means having a strategy designed to weather times like these and keep more of your money in your pocket. So, if you're concerned about your ability to combat inflation, rising taxes, and exposure to risk, we're here to help. Our number is 844-574-1400. That's 844-574-1400. Or visit us online at thepowerofzeroshow.com. Investment advisory services offered through POZ Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. 
Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school. Plus, all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Double can be great, like a double rainbow or a double stuffed Oreo. But a bill from a contractor at double the quote? Not so much. Early Bird Electric is the electrician you can trust. Jobs done right, on time, always with upfront pricing so there are no surprises. Surprised? Check out Early Bird Electric's Google reviews and you'll understand. 612, The Bird. Mention AM1280 The Patriot and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. Early Bird, Minnesota's trusted electrical expert. 612, The Bird. AM1280 The Patriot is WW. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.